listening to 9to5.cc podcast. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the 9to5 Entertainment System. This is episode 281. If you enjoy 9ES, head to patreon.com slash 9to5cc and subscribe to the 9ES Deluxe level to get access to Garbage Time, our bonus podcast that we record each and every episode of 9ES. Uh, this week's is a very special episode of Garbage Time because it is me and Sarah Sarah from the Oshiaga podcast, and sometimes go plug yourself. Uh, the reason for that is that once again, our recording uh, situation was plagued by technical difficulties. Uh, but there is a main episode. There's an episode you're listening to right now. It's myself and John. We talk about ADHD coping mechanisms, Ron DeSantis, Last of Us, Roller Drome, Power Stone, Jet Grind Radio, Marvel Snap, League of Legends, and a little bit about Terrifier 2. Uh, if all that sounds like the best, uh, because it is, stick around and listen to this show. It's You're already here, so why not stick around? It's 90 Yes. Here we go again. Here we go again. Trying to do a podcast. You know, Mm -hmm. that thing that we do. Uh, I think you could do this with, like, tapes when you were a little kid. Did you ever do this with a tape? Kind of. I remember, so here's a thing that I actually did. It was not necessarily a podcast, but perhaps was a, like, a precursor to, you know, my future of having, of being a podcast hobbyist. Uh, I would, like, I recorded myself a, like, a timed, like, get out of bed mixtape. Mm-hmm. Where it would be, like, like, put the headphones in, press play, and it would be like, okay, like, you know, go to brush your teeth here's like a song and then it'd be like all right do this and then like here's a couple songs while you eat and then like go do this i don't know uh-huh. I, I, I kind of did it work did you wake up to it i, I usually I, yeah it was like for my walkman it wasn't like a like a, it was like i like put on the walkman and press play and it was like and then from there like it was like a 30 minute mixtape or whatever to like get me ready to go i think that may mm-hmm. have been just straight up uh me once again developing like coping mechanisms for ADHD because my mom said it wasn't real. So <laughs> the tape you made up this tape. Yeah, well, the, so like routine is super super important for ADHD, right? It's like how you avoid getting nothing done. There's a bunch of things like uh, even like my doctor when we were doing the analysis, like the fact that I like really enjoy eating cereal and stuff in the morning is because mm-hmm. it's like you're removing decision making from the equation so like you can just sort of like plunk through a routine and if you have yeah, like sure. if you're if you're facing infinite possibilities you're the like the adhd stuff is gonna distract you and you're gonna have like can't make decisions and, and whatever else so i'm wondering if mm-hmm. this tape was just me being like wow mornings are rough <laughs> <laughs> okay like, but it worked yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So i did it yeah. t- i think this was like grade like grade seven grade eight and I, I remember like listening to it like pretty regularly through like most of the school year like mm-hmm. and and getting like less distracted in my like route of going getting together so it's like because like yeah the tape would be like you have your two or three songs and then it would be me recording my voice to be like now go do this so i like it was like oh shit if i'm out of time i can't like i gotta stop and like not read the comics more or whatever else but you know the world's full of distractions john sure is what I'm sure, saying. sure 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 <laughs> uh, i mean yeah go ahead no, I was going to say I feel I, I, like I'm – there was a discussion in one of the threads a couple of months ago where you and and one of the other guys was talking about, about <coughs> ADHD as kids and getting on meds and stuff. And I really strongly identified with the experience of, uh, of elementary school 
just like constantly being in trouble, always distracted, always like running around like crazy, never doing well. Your parents are always telling you, you do good if you just focused, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 I feel it. Yeah. No, I think like, honestly, I mean, like I've talked about it with my doctor and, and, uh, other people and, and whatever else. And it, it's, if I, I, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very, very convinced that if I was like, not a strong reader, I would have been like a high school dropout. <laughs> like it mm-hmm. was, it was just like there was, it was just like a cheat code of like no matter how much I screw around in class and don't pay attention and skip or whatever else, I can just like hit the books and blast through a bunch of reading and and kind of get back up to like where I was supposed to be a week or two ago. And, and that- yeah, my doctor said there's like a paradox, right? Which is you know, AD, ADD, ADHD kids can often hyper focus like en lieu of being completely insanely distracted. Yeah. And um and that like it'll be it'll be like, you know, as long as there's any anything that isn't completely occupying their attention, they get distracted, but then they get locked in. Yeah. Like I w- I would do that and just read for 4 or 6 hours at a go, but then not be able to sit still for. Yeah, exactly. And and it's all uh I guess as they as they advance and and figure all about about it is it's just your brain. It's like is it isn't it come from like a serotonin deficiency or something? Like Really? Something like that, where it's just like, mm. <clears throat> not necessarily that you don't produce serotonin or whatever, but it's just like that hyper focus triggers, and and apparently like is your brain just sort of like scrambling for a serotonin release, like, and that's apparently mm. a lot of the what what gives you the all over the place vibes of ADHD, and that's why interesting, yeah, like so like, like I don't know if you watch like a bunch of these videos and stuff and a bunch like they said a hyper focus on useless stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, where you're like, oh, man, I just absolutely have to go down this, like, research rabbit hole here. And you're like, because, you know, it feels good. Like, one of the one of those weird ADHD videos that I saw, like, kicking around on the internet. And I was, like, immediately identified with there's this sort of, like, you know, like, after a movie, how you immediately, like, look it up and, like, look up the production and see how it was made and, like, and this and that. And I was like, yeah, I think everybody does that. So I was like, no, that that's not a normal thing. You usually finish watching well, a movie. I mean, come like, on. If you're if you're a film enthusiast, as we might happen sure. to be, like th- I've been in phases where I didn't give two shits, but then a, a lot of other ones where you're like, you absolutely want to go and see who's responsible. Absolutely, but I mean, but I'll do that about yeah. stuff I like. Do not care about. Like if we're watching a, a crappy, like one of those like Love Island, uh, uh, like reality TV shows or whatever, which is just pure garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like, I'm like, I wonder if how the like how these two like people who are in this reality show are now. I wonder if they have Instagrams. I wonder if they're like still this. I'm like. <laughs> I, bring, I, I like do not care. It is useless information. I do not want this information, like in a real way. But something like in my brain is just sort of like I wonder. I wonder what what they're up to. And then you just like it becomes almost like hard not to look it up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you just you can't just forget about it. <clears throat> I, I I very much indulged that energy with my whole Antarctic adventure obsession for the last couple of last couple of months. Mm-hmm. I, like it's just relentless. You just keep going down this these tubes. More and more stories. More and more craziness. Yeah. It's been wonderful. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say if the if the list there's, there's a couple things I think we should alert the listeners to. One, Scott is not here. He's not just being very very right. quiet. He's on vacation. Right. And two, I don't we actually have a uh, I can't. John and I can't see each other as we record. So I feel yeah. like there may be some like stopping and starting as we we try not to talk over each other without any visual cues. So yeah, I mean a little. You know, there's like a slower pace to conversation that can happen in these moments. Surely, radio hosts used to manage this. 
Sure, when they had like call-in guests, like uh, yeah, like phone yeah, guests, yeah, for sure. I think I, anyway. I'm just saying, if it, if it sounds like we're we're occasionally being like, oh no, you go, sir. Like yeah, that's because we that's that's what's going on. Yeah, we we can't. We, can't we also we're gonna ask our editors not to cut out the silence like they normally do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. We're gonna. They, we usually have someone who goes in and removes every split second. Did you? I'm sure you didn't. Did you <laughs> listen to, to our last episode? Did I listen to our last episode? Yeah. I mean, I, there were little sections that I heard while I was editing it. You didn't edit and last sometimes... episode because you were at the cottage. Oh, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. I didn't edit. <laughs> was it a disaster? Was no, it was, it was okay. But I, uh, when there was that quiet part somewhere like minute 40-something, uh, and I was like, I'm okay. just going to keep this, I actually like piped in like soft lullaby music. <laughs> <laughs> While it's just quiet, and just Scott and I just whispering stuff to each other. I was like, uh, it's like a little little Easter egg for anyone who makes it to minute forty five of episode two hundred and eighty. I wonder, what a shame we can't get stats of how how often people actually get past any of this, or how like even reliable stats about how how many people download them. Yeah, um, okay. <clears throat> you know? yeah, that's it. I know there's a bunch a bunch of different like it gets the internet's crazy, right? Like. There are, because we have the podcast on an RSS feed, it just, like, it goes everywhere. So, it's like, you can get it on your typical pod-catching uh, software. So, obviously, you can get it on Google Podcasts and iTunes and mm-hmm. all, all this and that. Wait, wait, wait. It, it is on iTunes? I thought they demanded exclusivity. No, 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 no. They, they... Or maybe it's the other way around. It's with... Um... Everything. I think. I think you. Mm-hmm. If if you become like a corporate partner, they demand exclusivity. But like we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on all all the big hmm. ones. But then there's all these like a wild number of like sketchy ones that I feel are just like weird internet ad machines and stuff. Uh, that because it's just you know they just point the, their their shitty website at our RSS feed. Like they probably just like right. scrape the internet. Like it's, which we're on there too. But like don't listen to Okay. It but does it. this actually yield listens? I have no idea. Yeah. I have like no yeah. clue where that goes, but I also don't think you we, like even our, our limited tracking of downloads, I'm sure is not grabbing all that stuff. Cause, right. Cause right. it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's how, how would it know? You know, I guess how many times the file is accessed and stuff, but yeah, yeah, that's how they. That's probably end of it. I still feel that's like guesstimation because what if it's like replicated somewhere and then it's gone forever? Shoo. Who knows? Anyway, thank you for listening, well... listener. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You're doing doing your part. Uh, this is the moment where we jump in with content. Hot content? I don't know. Is there hot, hot content? content? Ron DeSantis brought a book out. I, I understand the quote is that he's trying to make America Florida again. Yep, that's pretty much it. Which. I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid the R word, but is that not the dumb? I, like I don't understand who this appeals to. Uh, Isn't Florida a so, disaster? <clears throat> Florida is a disaster, but he yeah. And th- and what's what's crazy though is I think like like the analysis of this is that the Republican that was the R word you were avoiding, right? R the Republican. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Obviously, <laughs> like the. Understanding is like Florida just like flew in the face of common sense and whatever else. Um, in, in what in what respect? In all ways, but like in in terms of like dealing with COVID, right? Like where they were like, absolutely, you cannot even ask people to wear masks, and if you do ask people to wear masks, somehow the business can 
be fined and stuff they, like, like they might consider that to be a legitimate threat to their personal health and safety which would engage florida's stand your ground laws and allow them to shoot you yeah who knows who knows whatever but it was it's like, florida like, yeah exactly so like like all those shots of like f- you know spring break happening and just like f- florida like skyrocketing number of cases and whatever else and then like it plateaued only because they like stopped reporting cases in like 2020 you know like it wasn't mm-hmm. like they're just like we're just not gonna report cases how bad this is and despite all that he was re-elected my understanding last year or 2022 mm-hmm. maybe I, yeah I, sometime I, last year yeah. in like a absolute landslide for the, yeah. the gubernatorial race so the thinking here is that like that like he's just ba- like a, a actually like politically talented Trump, right? Because like this is a guy who like you know went to Harvard Law and and is a governor and stuff. So actually like knows how the game is played, but and but is an absolute like psychopath in terms of mm-hmm. appealing to that like the the far right base of like don't don't come after me and all that stuff. Like doing actual like book bannings and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's wild and and like i said with with all that stuff going on got reelected in a landslide so i guess the republicans bet is like oh he's a savvier trump i think is the mm-hmm. the the bet that they're making even though like you said who wants to be like florida <laughs> like it's it's like when you, as soon as you think about that you're like wait he's running florida uh-huh and yeah it's nuts yeah, I, no. I, you, did you ever watch the um, the baseball documentary that was about um, uh, God? What was his name? Was it the Ken Burns documentary? No, 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 no. It was it was about um, drugs in baseball and how there was this one doctor in Florida who was running a clinic where he would just dope the hell out of people. And yeah, I remember um, the story. I don't think I watched the documentary. Yeah, the really, really great part of the documentary was that when they were when they were playing quotes by uh, baseball players, mm-hmm. right? Like you know they have to have somebody do the voiceover or whatever. So they they paid children to do it. So they'd have like all these quotes from famous baseball players delivered by like a four year old in like a baseball <laughs> outfit, you know, and like in the right, you know, wearing the right outfit for whatever was yeah, the player. Yeah, like, we're, we're in the Yankees jersey if it's like... Exactly, exactly. And it, it, like, it just really highlights what self-absorbed children the, the players are being in many, many situations. Anyway, and the thing that comes out, though, is that all of the worst abuses of drugs and the, and the whatever came out of Florida and the doctors that were all in Florida, it's like a running joke almost. The doctors are like, you know, uh, whatever, I had a license to practice in Ohio, and then there was some stuff, and then I lost my license in Ohio, so I came to Florida, and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then, the, like, the EMT who picked up the guy was like, oh, yeah, I was an EMT up in Chicago, and then I had a drug problem, I lost my license, and I came here to Florida. And you're <laughs> laughing, thinking, like, it's 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 just, like, whatever, but then it's the lawyer who's like, yeah, I lost my li- license in wherever I'm in Florida. It just sounds like all these crazy people with messed up lives and criminal histories wind up in in Florida where they can just keep getting away with it. Yeah, yeah no, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. no, guys, uh, yeah, John Oliver did, I think, the whole the whole episode this week on on kind of digging into DeSantis and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, and also he gets, like, the weird, at least he's not Trump bump, right? Because a lot of people I look mean, at look at him and they're... Okay. He, yeah, well, that's what he thinks. Like, a lot of people look at it and say, like, oh, at least he, like, he knows how to govern in theory he went to law school there's a lot of like you know real world education and experience that he is bringing into the political arena that did not exist with trump but he's like 
but that's he's like that's not fair. We need to ignore that Trump exists. Like he's like, it, like you, you can't. Is that just... the bar? Because the bar is really low. If that's the case, yeah, exactly. He's like that's like saying like, hey, this like shitty restaurant is better than this chicken pot pie that I ran over in my car. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's like that doesn't mean the restaurant's good. The restaurant's still shitty. Like, yeah, we, we can't avoid the comparison. Yeah. You know, I think it, we, we were saying this in the thread today. Somebody was like, "Like, what is the point? Why do people listen to guys like this? And I, I feel like th- there is, there has to be something really important that is satisfied in people to have such enormous emotional investments in these, like, hucksters. Yeah, you know? It's... It feels so obvious to me when somebody, like, when Trump opens his mouth, that he's just like, he's lying. It's just so clear in the tone of his voice and it, but that can't be true for everybody. People people have to really embrace that stuff. It's there's there's some degree of like like groupthink or whatever that is like happening. That it's is just it? like it's I, it, it's just that like to respond to these people, like you said, like it's so tra- like it seems like so transparent. Like just there's there's a quote from DeSantis there there where uh, some of the laws that he, that they were passing like, drew scrutiny from the United Nations, right? Like, the United <laughs> Nations was like, watch out, Florida. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you're you're getting into, like, human rights kind of violations and stuff with, with some of this, some of these weird bylaws and whatever that you're... And, like, and DeSantis is just sort of like, you know, they took this United Nations and he's like, the, he's like, and I wear that with a badge of pride. And I'm like, that's wrong. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah. like, like to be the person who's like, yeah, fuck the UN. What do they know? You know, when you're just like, it's okay. But like, that's, that's how Trump got elected, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Being like, yeah, fuck the Democrats. Fuck the man. Let's fucking do this. We're going to mess things up. We're going to be, you know, that energy of, Hey, you poor person, you've been getting fucked by the system seven ways from Sunday. Here's a guy in charge. Who's willing to say, fuck the system. Even if. That guy is supposed to be the representative of, of the system. Yeah, you know. No, yeah. It, yeah like I said, it's, it's there's something. I think it's just here. People have just become so disenfranchised, and uh, I mean, like, not to say we don't have it in Canada or completely immune. Like, I think it doesn't. It doesn't help that the two news sources are like both. Fir- like, the two major news sources in America are like firmly locked on opposite ends, right, of the political spectrum, and have have no interest in in. Being going down the middle in any way, you have like CNN is far two, left and Fox is far yeah. right, and those are the those are the twenty four hour news channels, quote unquote. Yeah, right? MSNBC? No, is it? Is they that don't, Maybe they don't MSNBC. Yeah, I don't know where they are. Yeah. I don't think they're great though. <laughs> well, you know what the MS in MSNBC is? Microsoft. That's right. So that's they bought fine. they bought the news in order to have a have a like a toehold in the in yeah exactly the and that's it and you have like the Washington yeah. Post which is like historically a a good newspaper that is owned by Bezos you have the Huffington Post which was like kind of a thing do, do you know do you know less. what the Washington Post is do you know the one year God damn it I don't remember the exact years two thousand eight or something um, the CIA gives Bezos $380 million to, to, to do some unspecified data something. And then like the next year he pays 300 and something million dollars for the Washington post. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. <clears throat> Bass. Yes, I don't know. Like you, anyway, yeah, yeah. You're, so I think you're, you're new. You're, you're like the, the, the traditional news sources are just like, Oh, plus like, what's that? There, there was the weird thing that the, the local news, like local news is also 
owned by like this weird conglomerate. Like there's something it's, like it's called Sinclair. Yeah. If I recall correctly, Sinclair, they, they bought all the local news stations. So there's that, the, the like montage of 15 different local anchors all delivering the exact same speech. And 15 is like an undersell. Like it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So Sinclair also owns local news, and you're sort of like, yeah, well, yeah. the the news is now owned completely. I mean, you know, it it is and it isn't. Like, it's definitely true that the the like you can pick all of these guys, you can look at their biases, and you can you can point it out. But I don't know that like a hundred years ago, people would have had the same ability to point out the biases in their stuff. And like the people who would have owned the newspapers would have been local barons with even more blatant manipulation intents. And like, that's just like part of how it works. Yeah. But I don't think they can have the reach. Like, I think that's the difference in 2023, right? Is you're like, you could, you could control the news in Chicago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you couldn't control the news in America. So, I like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very sure you're correct in in saying that everybody has probably been screwing with the news and only letting things get out in, in ways that benefits them. But it's just like that. Yeah. It's that that like certainly national, but even international reach now, right? Is the mm-hmm. yeah, it's super weird. Anyway, yep, so, yep, yep. so he might be the next president. Speaking of right. anything interesting in the news other than Ron DeSantis, I feel like there has to be something that's happened in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I've been watching a lot of uh, Last of Us. I think I'm missing only the last episode. I think that came out on mm. on yesterday. Do they recreate the ending of the video game? Is it like following I, the same kind it, of it's story? It's following the same arc, but I think – so spoilers for the video game – uh, it appears that it's going to end, I think, midway through the game. Like, so I think oh, season... they're stretching it out to two seasons. Yeah, which, which is which or does something. not really feel that stretched out because it's like eight episodes, no. and yeah. uh, they're it's they also took a whole episode, which was nice for me because they did a whole episode where they summarized the DLC that I never played and was told was kind of huh. crappy, but uh, you know, dramatized in a show, it was kind of it was kind of nice. Huh. So like the the whole like I I looked it up <clears throat> just like we were talking about ADD I was just sort of like I'm like hey was this exactly like the DLC and then I like read a synopsis of the DLC and it was so the whole episode I don't know if you ever played The Last of Us uh, I played uh, yeah, yeah yeah no the, I, I played the original but I did not play any of the remakes or the second one or any of the expansions okay so yeah so the expansion is um, basically because sure. like if you recall Ellie was raised in a uh like a quarantine zone like in the militant uh high school or whatever yeah they, they so it's like her and her roommate who has joined the fireflies kind of like having a night out on the town uh huh. like they sort of like they 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 sneak out in the QZ and kind of go into an old mall and you have your little adventure there and things go awry and they end up actually like both getting bit and that's like that's the bite that Ellie starts with in the game oh wow so yeah. but obviously like but her friend also got bit so you know typical last of us dark darkness <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be like it was like the best night of her life or, like the last is kind of before her friend you know goes off to get like redeployed or whatever the heck it was and all that crap and and, and you said it wasn't well received the the dlc was no not not well received like it was mm. felt as like kind of filler and stuff but i mean i guess like it's that weird thing of like because it was sort of like prequel DLC and you like, I think just people were kind of like, it's kind of pointless. It doesn't really add anything to the story. It's just context. 
Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, how well, did... It's kind of sad. If I really dug the characters, I would love that shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, yeah. and, but I'm, I mean, the show, I think just by streamlining it and not having you, like, you know, wandering around a mall for three hours or whatever, the game probably yeah. makes you do. Like, by yeah. just streamlining, like, as the show is done, they're just, like, streamlining into all the story parts. It, like, even though it might have been, might have felt like weird, dragged out filler, those story moments you know, condensed into an hour were like cool to watch, you know? So yeah, I was happy for that. So that was kind of, kind of nice. <clears throat> and, uh, and yeah, it's takes, so right after, remember when Joel gets stabbed and then is kind of like convalesces and then there's like that, it jumps forward in time. Yeah, and then you're outside, I think. Yeah. You're like, you're in the winter. Like, ju- like jumps yeah, into the, the winter. Yeah. 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 I think, I think that it's like, he's been stabbed and Ellie is like dragging him into a house to kind of take care of him was the thing before. Right. So I figured they're kind of going to resolve that. And it makes sense, right? Cause there is that, that time jump right in the middle of the game around mm-hmm. that event. So it's a pretty good like end of season moment. Okay. Real talk. Would this be the best video game to Ooh. TV adaptation? It might be the best video game to media adaptation. Right. Like it isn't Contenders. a TV. Huh? John Leguizamo in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> That's a, the uh, so so Tomb Raider films. Oh oh, hold on! There was a little bit of fun to be had there. I, I, I it sounds so like this so. is I legitimate TV. I said, I said so yeah. so. They, they were. Yeah. Same thing with like Resident Evil. You know, like it's not Shakespeare, yo, but there's <laughs> they're fun. Well, there's, there's a couple of them that are fun. fun. I think that apparently some yeah. of them are pure trash. I haven't watched all of them. Yeah. There's all the UA Bowl nonsense garbage. Those don't count. I feel like I feel like there, it was revealed at one point that there was a bit of a tax scam where he got paid no matter how, and he got paid more like kind of the worst they did. There was some credit well, based on losses suffered in a German production. Book. Yeah, that's it. It's like, like they, yeah. they you make the it's there's like a weird projection of like how much money you should make, and then you kind of get paid that as a salary just for making the production in in Germany. So that's why he took yeah. all the, he did all these licensed things because they're like, oh, well, it's the perfect dark movie. Obviously, it'll make like at least a couple million dollars. So he like secures himself like a five hundred thousand dollar paycheck or whatever the heck it is, and and gets his entire budget paid for. So yeah. Anyway, I feel like that whole story makes it not that fair to put U- Uwe Boll movies on the list sure. or on any list of movies. You know, they're like not really a movie. They're a <laughs> they're like a tax scam. Straight up, straight up tax scam. Made so um, many of them though. Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to think. Probably. Probably. Uh, certainly certainly one that's, like, made the news for being good on its own. You yeah, know? exactly. That's the the thing I keep hearing about this, it's, like, a, a decent, like, late-era zombie. Yeah, like, it, it's doing it's thing. doing the... It's, it's probably the closest thing HBO has had to, like, a Game of Thrones since Game of Thrones. Like, hmm. like everyone I know at work is watching it and everything, so... Which is, Interesting. Uh, you know, good for the folks at Naughty Dog or whatever it was. Naughty Dog? I think it was Naughty Dog that made it. You know, I, I said late era zombie movie. I feel like I want to say just like a little more about that. In a sense, like the video game did literally nothing new in the world of zombies and shooters other than just do it all incredibly well, you know? Like they weren't trying to make a twist on... 
Well, they the made they they, they 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 did their own thing with zombies. That it was fungus rather than yeah. Uh, that it was like a fungus. Eh. There were also okay. like like so yeah. I, I like I liked some of the hive mind that they brought in. Right, like had, there was a hive mind. Yeah, yeah. They were, didn't they just click at each other? No, no, no. There's like a hive mind where it's huh. they're <clears throat> like you don't remember those like sequences in the game where you even had to like be careful of like where you walked. Because if you, like, touch the fungus on the floor, it would, like, wake up the sleepers in the other room and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. I'm like, they, they, okay. they, they, they made the monsters their own a little bit. I was like, not, not to say that I was, like, you're not there for the monsters, but they... Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they did put a little more thought into them than just being like, ah, it's just zombies again. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I wasn't saying that to criticize, really. Just, it's interesting, after you've had, like, a genre around for a while... I like to see how people play with the rules of the genre, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of like why you show up to zombie movies. Like, you know what the basics are going to be, and then you see what they do within the format. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, that, that's... Yeah. Right, uh, we haven't, I still haven't gotten through all of it, but in the, um, in the what do you call it, the 100 best horror movie moments or whatever there on Shudder, mm, yeah. uh, like, I was reminded about, like, how amazing 28 Days Later was. <laughs> Like, yep, I haven't seen that in a long ass time. I'm due for a rewatch. Yeah, I, I, I um, think we re rewatched it right at the start of pandemic because it, <laughs> it seemed apropos to the like when, yeah. when he was just like walking around in the empty city. Like what? <laughs> like I was like, yeah. Those was... shots of London were amazing, and apparently they never even like booked off the streets. They just went at off hours and and asked people nicely not to be in the shots. Yeah. And it's just him, him wandering around. Yeah, that's it. And that—that's the other thing too. Is like, okay, the the zombies are fast, but like other yeah. than that, it's a zombie that's outbreak. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, and and that's it. But I, I wonder if there's like a thing, right? Because like that was even with Walking Dead. Everybody loved Walking Dead for such a long period of time until they were like, oh no, yeah. I don't care about this anymore. Like, they they went out of their way to burn the the goodwill that 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 ip had like <laughs> people put up with so much slow shitty cheap shit in that tv show and they just kept slashing the budget and kept getting cheaper and cheaper people and and the was, same ah. and the same plot again and, and it was again, just the same again. plot again yeah. and we're again. gonna be okay yeah. oh no there's actually a bad guy who oh is, let's go somewhere new has taken looks like we're gonna be safe here forever oh no <laughs> someone else is it taking didn't work advantage out of the situation there's another yeah. warlord oh no <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I wonder, like, I'm like, I wonder if that's because, like, they tried to serialize it too much. Like, if the zombie story is, like, should inherently be kind of compact. Hmm. You know? I mean, it is, it, it, it's like in uh, quite a few of the of the Living Dead series, you know, the zombies are really only tangential. Really, what, it, what the important thing is is creating crisis for people to explore and then having characters, you know face mortality and the crisis and be terrible uh, in a crisis and be terrible in a crisis you know and like what does that reflect yeah. you don't need that much zombie in there yeah exactly i mean and then that yeah. way i guess in the strictest of sense is aliens a zombie movie in the loosest of sense rather not strict at all like kind of mm. right like they could just be zombies there's so many of them, and they're like it's for not sure. they're not like stocked. It's not really played for horror. It's just if you open the door, they'll blast through and you're dead. Right? That's that's and aliens. Aliens? Yeah. 
Well, there's 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 a lot of other thematic stuff going on that is rooted in I mean penises. What? That's just the Geiger Pretty design. Much penises. No, 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 no. Come on. And then and then people have to give birth by having a phallic-looking alien baby burst out of their chest. Right, but just other than that. Like it's just like it's just a thing and when it gets you, you functionally turn into the monster. Turn into the monster. Right? Yeah. Except the monster pops out of you instead of you morphing into it. And then there's a giant swarm of them. Right. Yeah, is there isolation? Isolation is definitely like a more I would say more an alien, but an alien where there's just the marines and they're fighting a swarm of thing that could have just been a zombie movie. Like I'm I'm not saying this is again, this is not a <laughs> diss on aliens. Aliens is like a f- yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic freaking movie all around. But it, it like it bears a lot of the a lot of the tropes of the zombie film. Uh yeah. It's like video games after I beat God of War. Mm-hmm. I picked up an indie game. Whoa. <laughs> uh, called Rollerdrome. It's like okay. a game that they made just for me. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, so it's the, the setting is like, it's supposed to be like 2030, but it's filmed like, or filmed, it's, it, it's made like retro futurist style. Uh, mm-hmm. where it's clearly, like, it's the 2030 as imagined in 1970, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the setting of it. And you play a Rollerdrome competitor, and Rollerdrome is a sport where you are on roller skates and you have a gun and you just have to kill everybody else on, like, a stunt track. <laughs> and, like, the soundtrack is, like, synthwave stuff straight out of Kavinsky and whatever else. And the gameplay is... Basically, they took, like, if it's not the Tony Hawk engine, they just, like, the Tony Hawk engine could sue them. Because uh-huh. <laughs> it really, really plays like Tony Hawk, uh, except that you're on roller skates and have to shoot at people while they're shooting at you. I mean, it sounds a little like Twisted Metal. Uh, Vaguely. Ish. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it is absolutely a death sport kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. like I said, you have the, <clears throat> the, mechani- the mechanics are... You have like it's more, there's a lot of point scoring in it, which is where the Tony Hawk thing comes from. Which mm-hmm. you need to chain, like you need to chain combos to refill your ammo. So you need to like always be stunting, otherwise you run out of bullets. Hmm. Which so like in that way you're just kind of like trying to hit your line and hit your combos and hit your grinds and like multiply up and whatever else Tony Hawk style. And then take a shot when you have the chance. While you're also sort of like getting shot at and dodging and also shooting at the uh, the, the the gribblies and whatever who get yeah. like progressively more powerful and stuff. Like when it starts off, they're just like guys with bats and then they have guns and whatever else. And there's also kind of like these weird little like story segments in between each chapter that are like straight out of rollerball of like obviously the corporations are don't care about the players and are just trying to like also privatize the police and do all <laughs> this other crazy shit while you're, you know, playing roller drone. <clears throat> there's like a weird storyline that the game does not need let's like like be very clear there's like the gameplay does not represent the storyline that seems to be occurring outside of i'm wondering though if like in later episodes like if the later levels are like you maybe like fighting the police as you like ascend to like freedom fighter or something who knows 
I don't know. I'm not there. Uh, it's, so it's pretty short. I think there's only like 12 levels. It is freaking hard, which I enjoy. It is mm-hmm. like, like forget just like trying to like score like a ranking like million point runs or whatever. Like it is, I'm halfway in. I think there's 12 levels. 12. Well, next I say 12 levels. So like 12 maps, which is not like insane, okay. right? Like basically like Tony Hawk had the early ones had that, right? Sure, sure. They didn't have infinite levels. Uh, but yeah, like just kind of getting through them with a bad score is like hard. And I say this is like someone who played a lot of Tony Hawk. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm like, this is, this game does not mess around at all. And even like reading the reviews. What's the hard part of it? It's the hard part is like the, the Griblies are killing you all the time or it's, Mm -hmm. there's like people shooting at you with like. So and again, like there's the constant pressure to hit your tricks to refill your ammo so you can do anything, and obviously getting hit with bullets and stuff like interrupts your combo so you get less ammo, and it's right. so, like every now and then you're like grinding the thing trying to enter like slow down. You can only get health through kills, so you're trying uh-huh. like you get your ammo up, then you get like a little bit of health while there's like a couple heat seeking missiles attached to you. There's now these like I'm halfway through the game and there's these like psi beam attackers who everywhere that they shoot kind of like leaves like a blue smoke trail that also does damage so you're trying to like dodge through that and there's mines like all over the place like it is it gets real intense real fast and i mean like i said enjoying it but i absolutely understand why a lot of the reviews were like oh yeah halfway through the game it just decides it's impossible like (laughs) (laughs) you're like you play the first level or two and you're like oh neat this will be like fun and then it's like really quick to just pull the rug right from under from under you and just be like no 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 this is you need to be like you need to be like nearly perfect to survive and then you need to start thinking about if you want to like kind of go for your 100% and stuff is like how do i string like nonstop combos and survive cuz like just surviving right. gives you like like most of the rent, like i say most of the levels i've beaten i've beaten with like a c rating when you can get up to S. <laughs> so it's on the it's on the PlayStation or this is a phone I think, game. I think it's on uh, everything. I don't know. It's not on the phone. Uh, okay, okay. It's, uh, it's like on. I think it's on Steam and PlayStation and all that stuff. Yeah, really, really fun. And like I said, really, I like especially one of my favorite games from like olden times uh, was uh, Jet Grind Radio. Uh-huh. Jet Grind Radio. Do you ever yeah, I remember that. Dreamcast? Yeah. <clears throat> You do remember it, or I do. I like. I never had a Dreamcast, but who was it? Anthony had one. He like brought it around, showed people. Hmm. There was that, and there was Power Stone. Those were like the two games that I played on the uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah Power I Stone thought, was a shit. I played the shit out of Power Stone. Yeah, as, as um certainly has been talked about on this this show. Power Stone? I don't know. A long. I mean, time we've been ago, doing this show so. for like eleven <laughs> years. We must have That's at least true. referenced when I beat the crap out of people at PAX. With Power Stone? With Power Stone. Mm. And had like a little crowd, and it was the best. <laughs> People were like, oh, Power Stone. And then I was just sort of like, now I'm going to beat you without actually transforming. <laughs> and then I did. <laughs> I beat the guy without using the Power Stone transformation. It was great. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Andrew and I played that game. Holy crap that we played that game. I don't, I, I, just the idea of that somehow seems like insane to me. That like we played the same two characters... And played for hours, <laughs> like just yeah. 
I I don't know. Like I I don't I don't see how we did, did that. Like we had other games. It wasn't like for lack of options. Were you, like, hey, you want to play matched? Power Stone for the next three hours? Yes, because that kind of helps. Were we what? Were you evenly matched? Because like if one yeah. person just smashes the other person, it's kind of no fun. I don't know if you remember. Well, of course you remember. But like Greg Stroll and I would go down to. Um, the arcade, and we got good enough at X-Men versus Street Fighter, we'd, like, pick each other's guys for each other, yeah. and, like, get every time trying to make, like, a fair match, you know? Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome when you, when you really, really know the game. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, we, yeah, we're, we were very evenly matched. I think Andrew probably had a slight edge, as as he is Andrew. Uh, but, like, yeah, I would say 60-40, probably, like, in terms of, like, win rate. So, not getting smashed by any means, but he probably beat me more than I beat him. And I've discovered at least mm-hmm. part of it. Uh, we were playing Mario Party the other day, and he has like a, a, a button mashing like ability that I just do not have. It, like, not to say that that necessarily helped him in Power Stone, he used but to like kick his, the crap his fingers out of just at the move faster at, than mine uh, can. Street on Fighter. The Somebody brought in Super Street Fighter Four, like, and he was weird, probably like, the best like, player Mario in the whole just, like, by a wide Mash the button and pop the balloon or whatever. And I'm like, I'm pushing this button as quickly as I can, and he just does it so much faster. I don't know if we're going to have a garbage time in us, but I think we need maybe like 10, yep. 15 more minutes of, of, <laughs> of this. And then, uh, and whatever. We have most of an episode in the can. Uh-huh. Uh, I was saying, while we were trying to fix our things, I was playing Marvel Snap. I'm at level yep. 88, and there's an hour left on the on the event, and I'm not going to probably play hit 90 because of this podcast. Hold on, hold on. So you have to hit 90 on special events? I don't have to hit 90, but it'll give me like 500 in-game uh, monies if I do hit 90. Uh-huh. And Is I'm 500 in-game it. monies a lot? Is that like a... Yeah, it's like a, like a, buying, buying, yourself, buying a variant is 700 in-game monies. Okay. So it would basically be like a variant that I can buy. And a variant is like a different, a different skin for a card? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not... An, or I could save up my monies, which I usually do to buy like bundles that have like tokens to, to buy new cards and stuff. So mm-hmm. the other big deal is when the season resets, uh, you drop 30 ranks, but it's like 30 ranks rounded down. Right. So if I hit 90, I would drop down to 60, but at 88, I'm going to drop down to 50 because it always rounds down to the 10. Right. So that also sucks. What 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 is the reward for being up higher? It's just uh, bragging rights. Well, they give you more stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. A well, like I said, you don't you don't get knocked as far back. Uh, every okay. ten levels up to a hundred has like a reward of either like credits, tokens, gold, variant cards, variant backs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, you you want to be better ranked, and also like you're obviously it's a, a big factor in like matchmaking where you're playing against better decks and having more sure. fun as opposed to just like. Like, last season, I dropped down to 30, because I only made it to, like, 60-something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the first, like, two weeks of play was, like, basically boring, because I was just, like, stomping everybody just to get back into, like, the 50s and 60s, where I was starting to have competitive matches again. Hmm. So, you know, the higher you get, the more fun the game is, I suppose. Or, like, the better you're... The more competitive, I guess, you're going to be, like, playing... Yeah, I I don't have a lot to compare it to this. Like I put a lot of time into league rank, ranked matches, but um, I don't know that I don't know that it's totally comparable. The toxicity that you'd get in league was probably a lot higher than you can get in this this type of card game. 
Yeah, seeing as there's only like five like emoji reactions and like six or seven like preset word reactions, like I don't believe you and like arg. Yeah. As opposed to just being able to, you know, type like somehow though it still manages it still manages to have like certain toxic players who just like spam the emojis and just like you're just like wow you're just screaming you're mm-hmm. just mashing the thing and screaming and it's the worst i mean you're probably playing against a seven-year-old that's kind of i mean or or i don't even know or like a teenager who's a troll who's mm-hmm. just like lol just like mashing mashing everything I don't know. What's... Hey, this is a question. Okay. Like, in League, like, are there a lot of, like, high school kids who are just the absolute worst? Or is it, like, an old... Does the, does the trend set older? Huh. You know, I honestly don't know. It's been a long time since I was actually playing League at all. I would have wagered that it trended a little bit older, but probably not not much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I can imagine yeah. even, like, even trending older might mean, like, grade 10 and 11 as opposed to like grade seven or eight but like that's still gonna be high school jackasses right like well i don't know about that young i'm sure that those guys play but i feel like certainly in like the you know like gold level and above you need a lot of time and a lot of focus to to learn everything there i don't know if you 10 year olds could do that no not a 10 year old but uh, i mean i was playing some pretty intense rpgs at like age 13 Sure. Right. Sure. Like, yeah. uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of even just like, what was that one that I? Code Red, Command and Contra, Code Red. Was that right? Uh, Code Red was like the sequel, right? The first one was um, Tiberian, whatever. It was like a trilogy, and then Code Red was like the the retro game. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, I remember playing a bunch of Code Red, and I was pretty young when I was playing Code Red. Yeah, and that's like pretty, not necessarily like League comparable, but there's a lot going on in those games. Yeah. Like, like, when were you playing, like, Masters of Orion? How old were you then? Like, then? Mm, I would have been at least 18, because I was okay. at Sierra when I was playing that. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually think, by a wide margin, League is more complex than those games. And, um... But, but like, it's it's like you don't have to have the knowledge. But if you do have the knowledge, you will be way better. Yeah, and that, that, the that's people it. who are at the absolute top ranks, they they don't just know like how to play a hundred and something champions. They like know this, you know, at what point in the game a champion is stronger than not. What are the, like ideal build paths? If somebody's doing a different build, what what should you be? Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not just, saying a kid could so get much. to be pro. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like if I'm playing league, what are my odds of playing with like? A, young a bunch of kids, kid. totally yeah. possible, and I'm sure when I was playing, um, what do you call it, uh, Arams all day long? I bet that was that was, that was mostly. What what are Arams? Explain Arams. Arams. So like the main the main game of League is like the one that you're familiar with, with three lanes and mm-hmm. a jungle and uh, whatever. Aram was started as like a casual way to just have fun, where everybody in the game would just only go to the middle lane, and then there were like rules where you're not allowed to go back unless you die, and. Um, you just have to stay in your lane. And then eventually they built a custom map that was just that. So it's like the same five-on-five five format, but everybody is like jammed into each other's faces and you just have to like push into the other lane until you're dead. So mm-hmm. it's like a way casual. Oh, yeah, and the other part, it's the ARAM is all random, all mid. So mm-hmm. everybody gets their champions randomly selected for them at the start of the game. And like sometimes you, everybody on your team gets garbage ARAM champs. Obviously there's some champs that are... Um, 
quite a bit stronger given the the format you know mm-hmm. like like jungle melee champs are going to have a really really bad time when there's 10 people all just smashing their long range powers at each other but yeah. because it's so casual and the games are over way 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 faster like you can kind of just like sit down and play for 20 minutes and then and then get out hmm. and it's wonderful talk- it's so chill it's so intense yeah did we, have we ever talked about and now I'm blanking on the name of the game it it, it knocked it's out of uh-huh. itself out of me Damn it! Try to come back to it later on, but it, yeah. <laughs> maybe next week or whatever. It was it was a game that I really felt that we should have played multiplayer, and it would have been really fun to get like a gang together. It's the uh, Dawn Day Dawn whatever Dead by Dawn something. Oh, Dead by Daylight maybe. It's a, it's like a zombie game where you play four people trying to like run across maps, kind of. Yeah, and one person is the killer. Yeah. Oh oh. Hmm. Nope. I don't remember what that was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Andrew, Andrew and his buddies played it a whole bunch. They're so huh. fun, and it, it's like it's kind of like um, you have all these different maps, and your goal is to survive and like get like a couple number of like tokens together to basically like get an exit path out, and then like get the exit out, and then uh, the uh, like so say you're like four humans against like one killer. Yeah, and yeah, it's super fun. Huh. Like uh, all of the games I've played with is like again real real quick, but obviously like the the. You want to be playing, like, I played a couple games online, but, like, playing with Andrew's buddies was, like, obviously, like, way more fun when you can, like, have, like, the proper, mm. like, shit-talking and, and whatever else. And, and you just, like, you have, like, on on the Discord, whatever, you mute the guy who's the killer and then just, like, come back and off and on, right? So it's, like, you're when you're the killer, you're just, like, in silence trying to do the mm-hmm. killing while everybody else is just, like, running around yelling and trying to do all that. It's like, yeah. But and you can hear really- them... You know who the killer is at the start, and you can hear them. The killer can hear the other players on comms, or uh, no, 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 no. Like you, no. we were using Discord chats otherwise, but like it would cut out. But like if we were on the Discord, we had to just like manipulate the Discord to do the right thing. But right, right, in right. game, yeah, you're the killer just gets like another another chat, like, <clears throat> and then would rejoin. So like even if we were if we were playing it on PlayStation, the game would automatically mute us if we were using the playstation chat to talk right, 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 right. you wouldn't you would not hear the you would not hear the killer and <clears throat> although what was it they we did they set it up in discord at one point where i don't know how they did it but which was really funny because they were they would make it so that we could hear the killer uh-huh. <laughs> but even though he couldn't hear the the humans that's kind of awesome because you you could hear him being like, "Oh fuck!" When when yeah yeah, or being like, "I see you, I'm yeah. coming to get you," and stuff yeah. like, <laughs> like, "I see you, Andrew. You can't run." You're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" <laughs> so like, but then he, he wouldn't hear all like the team chat for us. That's so that was really fun. But yeah, what's super cool about it too is uh, there's a bunch of like licensed bad guys also. Huh. So like you can play like actual Ghostface or like actual Leatherface and stuff like running around in these games, and they all like all the all the ghosts also have like well the ghosts the monsters also all have unique abilities like they're not just skins, right? Like the the monster abilities are like significantly different. Some of them are like more that that was the leak thing that kind of like got me thinking about it was like some of them are faster but like do less damage, and some of them are like absolute powerhouses and whatever. So. It's kind of fun because you're like, oh shit! Like you have to kind of come up with your strategy against the killer, also, yeah. in addition to just like also playing the game. It's what was the name of the movie that Danny brought up to the cottage? Frightened. Terrifier Two, baby. What was it? Say it again. Terrifier Two. Terrifier Two. That was pretty intense. I have to say, it's been a while since I've I've seen squirm inducing 
violence. Like Terrifier 2. Like like Terrifier 2. Yep. 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 Uh, so what – Walter and I were talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> if he went to go see it in theaters, it's two hours and 20 minutes long. That's a lot of Terrifier. That is too much for That's any horror much. movie, I would say. Yeah. Like, and if you look this movie up and don't, (laughs) (laughs) like, it it has, like, pretty good reviews in lots of ways, because, like, it is one of the best, like, practical effect, like, horror, pure nonsense gore shows I've seen in, like, a very long time. Yeah. Like, the scene where Art, who is the name of the Terrifier, which is a demon clown. Who rips clown. people to pieces silently? Yep, yep. silently. Uh, where he like he like pu- like I guess trigger warning listener like pulls like the scalp off of like a woman's head and then like salts in her brain while like bending her arm backwards and forwards until it like rips off and then like smacking her with her own arm and just like, like gratuitous it, doesn't begin to doesn't begin yeah to you're like like yeah. like this is. Yeah. Like, like as a quote unquote like hardened horror fan, I was like, wow, like they are going for it here. And I feel that if you did like an hour and a half cut of just like you up the tempo and it's you just like streamline your storyline, you'd have people like praising this as like one of the great like they already are kind of praising it as one of the great like gore fest style gross out films. But I'm like that two hour and twenty minute runtime. Like basically, it's so makes much. it on un- makes it unwatchable in lots of ways. So and I, I want to just like very briefly compare it to Otension, right? Which would be like, in a way, the other like ultra gory, high pressure movie. This one felt kind of like artless compared to High Tension. Yeah, like, that's even it. if like they're if both you... so grotesque. And I almost feel like that's kind of the point. Like they're kind of trying to make fun of doing this artistically, maybe. You know, perhaps I don't. Yeah. And, but then there's too much plot that's yeah. bad, and it's tedious, and the and the acting is not great. And you're just like, I, like you're waiting for the violence again, but you're like, ugh, I don't want to go back to that. What am I even doing here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which, in that way, there is like an interesting movie there. But then it would right. have to be so much more self-aware than it seemed to be. Yeah. Like you know, I didn't, like, I, I wasn't there for the whole thing. Like I kind of sat down for a couple minutes while they were at one of the gruesome parts. So I don't, I don't feel like I really saw the whole thing. But I don't think. Um, I mean, we 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 were like skipping through and watching stuff on fast forward too. Okay, okay, okay. Like we were like click 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 click. Just be yeah. like, okay, they're walking upstairs. They're walking up this. They're doing this. And, and yeah, even Walter was like, yeah, I sat through it, and he's like, I there were parts where I was like dozing off in the theaters, like which is crazy because yeah, <laughs> it's gratuitous. Without question, the most grotesque, like it, it's like like nakedly visual. You know, they just like okay, the clown walks over, he rips her arm in two, and then hits her with it. You know, it doesn't try to hide it. It's just just yeah. There's no there's no like. Yeah clever cuts or whatever it's like yeah, there it is yeah. in the middle of the screen maybe uh, like salo you know you're like okay all this gross shit is happening none of the actors know what they're doing what are we even fucking doing here <laughs> yeah I, I was yeah. uh what would, so i guess because of the algorithm mm-hmm. uh that it maybe heard me talking about terrifier 2 there's been like oh, weird wow. like video stories that have popped up on some of the like band movies and stuff uh i mean like i guess like faces of death is obviously 
classic standout, I suppose. Faces of Death. Oh, you know, Faces of Death. It's like it's like filmed like a fake style. I'm sure you've watched this. Mm-hmm. It gets pretty like the reason it's banned is they use it, like the the setting of Faces of Death is like there's a guy who is like becomes obsessed, almost like Matsuyo actually, with like that moment before death. Mm-hmm. Right, like you know, like that's kind of what those scientists, well, scientists, whatever they are, <laughs> but, you know, the people in Matsuyo who are like, yes. <laughs> they're like, look at the d- ecstasy in the moment of before expiration and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this movie's like from the seventies, and it's like has that kind of that same premise. And one of the reasons why it is like heavily banned in a lot of places is that it uses a lot of like actual archival footage of like a people being killed for real, and a lot of like. Uh, animal violence and stuff. And it wasn't that they filmed it. They were not cruel to animals. They just, you know... It was like found, a montage, kind of, of all this footage. Found footage of people being right. cruel to animals. <laughs> wow. And and used it. So that that's like a... And this, a this was like the to... 90s or something, right? And people would get it on VHS? My, no, this was, I think, no. 70s, 80s? Oh, okay. Maybe 80s. Anyway, so anyway, one of the other games that popped up... Uh, games. Movies that popped up was Bunny Game. Funny Games? Bunny Game. Okay, funny, funny like, like yeah. rabbit. And that movie is like apparently unwatchable because it is consensual and the actor said it was consensual, but like every moment of like sexual violence against her happens for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh no, I don't want to see this at all. Yeah. Like, and the actress in it is like, oh, I, you know, this is actually like therapeutic for me to like, get through my trauma and all that stuff but like i read reviews where they were like yeah there's no real plot you're just kind of watching a woman get physically and sexually abused so you're like why am i watching this yeah like this isn't even special effects <laughs> like well 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 yep terrifier uh, 2 folks don't see it <laughs> yeah exactly terrifier 2 i think is like it has a leg up on those is what i'm yeah. saying yeah. like those those are just pure shock ass garbage this is this is they are trying to make a movie and i think that there may be like saying a good movie underneath terrifier 2 is maybe a stretch but i think there is something there that either like i said a quicker cut that was maybe a little more self-aware that like challenged you the viewer to be like what like what you said like why are you watching this Mm mm-hmm you know, like if there was like kind of almost like a fourth wall element or like some kind of a meta break where it's implied that like art is doing this like for you or whatever, I'd be like, oh no. Like then I'd be I mean, like, this movie's didn't, insane. Didn't Barbarian have a moment of that? Wasn't there a, a little bit the implication that the Barbarian was you? In which Barbarian? The film Barbarian? Yeah. I don't think so. Don't they have a bunch of scenes where they look at the, like straight into the camera? It's the film Barbarian, where there's, like, the woman that was kept under the house. Yeah, that one. Like, you think it's about an old lady. Really, it's about... It, they're, they're like, constantly referring to the fourth wall in there. Yeah, they, they kind of, I guess. Yeah. There's a little okay, bit of that. Okay, okay then Funny Games? <laughs> funny Games, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Like, like, okay. F- like, definitely Funny Games. Barbarian, yeah. maybe. Like, I think that Barbarian was aware of the audience, in the wake and like I said and also the guy in Barbarian is like taping everything and whatever yeah. right so you kind of sort of like I guess make trick you into being like are you watching the tapes and stuff so maybe but yeah funny games absolutely but yeah like I said if Terrifier 2 leaned a little bit more into that I think you'd have like you could have that slasher gore fest and you just have like just a little bit more going on you know like mm-hmm. 
you know, where you'd be like, like I said, even even if art just like had more like looking into the camera, you know, and like egging you on as a as a viewer. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, oh no, I'm I'm what's wrong. <laughs> but no, it's not it's not there. And he's not even a great villainy character. He has no Does the first one get at all to the same level or is it uh The first one's up there, but the second one is like crazy town cranked up. Okay. Like it's okay. it the, the the like the first like yeah, it doesn't hold a candle to it. It's a it's almost, it's it's very much a human centipede to human centipede two mm-hmm. shift, right? Like you remember, like one was like, "Oh crap, that's crazy," and then two was like, "Hold my beer." Yeah, I'm going, very I'm much. Going, very, going, very much so. <laughs> crank everything to eleven for uh, for human centipede two, and then three was a letdown. I don't. I, I don't think I ever actually saw it. I, I remember everybody said it just like it didn't. It didn't capture the, at least the creativity of the second one, and it yeah, just was it like was... too much gro- over the top. Everybody's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, it. It, it, it like leans heavily on. So it makes like takes like the character or at least the actor, the scientist from the first one, mm-hmm. scientist. <laughs> Quote. You know. Unquote. You know. There's the scientist from Human Centipede and the scientist in Maps. Yeah, scientists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's like the actor at least plays like a prison warden who is somehow meant to be like American even though he has like the super thick German accent like, and yeah. then yeah obviously he tries to I think to make a human centipede with everybody in a prison mm-hmm. is the the thing and you're just sort of like no you, you peaked at two mm-hmm. two was two was where it was at anyway uh, I think this was 90s, you know? The 90s. I think we did it. I guess, programming note, I'll put something up on uh, on Garbage Time, but we're having a tremendous amount of technology problems. Lag and something's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there will, will, I'll, I'll do something. I'll give you something in Garbage Time, subscribers. Thank you for subscribing. Figured out something for you. There will be a Garbage Time, but it won't be a proper one. Alright. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody. We'll do better next. Hi. Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Or you could just you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the Internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you can get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 905.cc. <laughs> Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.